Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. RT primetime viewers were tuned in on Tuesday night, well, last night's programme. They were left horrified, ashamed, by the state of O'Connell Street in Dublin. Now, somebody just sent me a video, by the way, this morning. Nothing has changed. Some drug addict wandering around, up to all sorts of shenanigans there in the middle of O'Connell Street. A friend of mine just sent me a video and said nothing's changed. Well, of course it hasn't changed in one day, I would imagine. It's taken years to get to the point where it is today. And, and and most people are referring to O'Connell Street today and social media and everywhere else as a kip. And, and to be honest with you, it's not a nice word, kip, but it's a very descriptive word. And I think it, you know, if you look up the dictionary under the word kip, it probably has O'Connell Street written underneath it because that's what it is. And we can't avoid calling it a name like that. That's the title it deserves because we should be proud of it. It is the main thoroughfare in a capital city. And yet, look at it. Wasn't like that when I was a child. When I was a child, people were very proud of O'Connell Street. As I said earlier on, it had a five-star hotel, two beautiful cinemas, wonderful shopping. People could walk up and down and peruse the wonderful statues. Well, with the exception of that, and the floozy and the jacuzzi. But wonderful statues and everything else. And we were proud of O'Connell Street. Now look at it. Look at the state of it. You know, Paul Keogh mentions that it's, you know, riddled with violence and druggies, as he called them. Aon O'Reardon wasn't too pleased about that, but they, and again, Aon O'Reardon never is. But, I mean, that's, I mean, look, he's been accurate and he's been honest. You can't even walk down the boardwalk and you'll see open drug dealing going on in fights. It's disgusting. So who, who's, firstly, there's two questions. Whose fault that it's got to this point? And how do you fix it? How do you fix the problem of O'Connell Street? The number's 087-188-0008. And by the way, I'm sure that in your own cities, in Cork and Limerick and Galway, you have similar issues with certain streets. Uh, and maybe you could um, obviously talk to us on that as well. By the way, breaking news coming in as well that Putin has just declared martial law uh, in the Ukraine. So Putin has just declared martial, uh, martial law. I'm just looking here. According to the Daily Mail, Putin brings in martial law in annexed Ukrainian territory. Um, OK, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 087-188-0008. Now, let me just go to... Who do I go to? Uh, Tony, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Tony? Good afternoon, Niall. How are you doing? It's, it's a bit gloomy out there today, I'm afraid, with oh. the thunder rumbling here on the south side. Of the I have just... I heard funny <laughs> noises there a while ago, and Ruth yeah. is looking in at me, and she's saying, you want to hear the thunder? Because I'm in a studio, I find it difficult to hear. Yeah, it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of matching the mood of, of O'Connell Street at the moment, which is kind of gloom and dreary. Yeah. But um, I think the two of us are of a certain age, Niall. I, I used to go to school in the north inner city uh, back in the late 1980s, and you remember, it was always a bit of a uh, run-down, sort of poor area of the city. Yeah, the tenement houses, et cetera, yeah, et cetera, yeah. it was really bad. And, and, and there was widespread drug dealing all the way up, you know, all the way through Summerhill, Ballybock, that whole area. And I'm not denigrating... When, when did the drug dealing start? Well, that, I suppose the heroin epidemic started in around the time the Duns brought in the drugs into Dublin and into Ireland, uh, which would be well known going back a long, long time ago. Um, they were the, the gangland of the time. I mean, that's, that's drugs probably started in around the, what, the late 70s, 80s? Yeah, I think it was late 70s, early 80s. And mm. that, that the north inner city of Dublin was particularly Ravished. badly affected yeah. by it. Yeah. But I remember, I remember going to school, like I used to get off the bus in North Trans. And, like the area was always, you know, it was always very run down. And over the years, in fairness to Dublin, it, it, like generally the city has improved immeasurably. Most areas of the city, you know, it, with the money flowing into the city over the last 20, 30 years, 
A lot of cities look better in fairness. I mean, 1980 Dublin, the Keys used to look like some from a bombhead area and a lot of areas of the city were very run down. So I'm not completely denigrating Dublin, but I do... Well, maybe, maybe I'm looking back with rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. <laughs> no, no it, 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 things, were, things weren't crazy around a lot of the, the city back in the 1970s. It was just pretty run down. But with the influx of money, thank God, over the years into the city, like there has been huge improvements. But O'Connell Street just seems to book that trend. The whole area around O'Connell Street has actually managed to get worse. And you're, you're talking about responsibility for it. I, I go back to what's going on at the moment, which is we're kind of looking at getting a directly elected mayor for the city, and we really badly need one. We need somebody to carry the can for the city and have responsibility for it. We, we don't seem to really have it at the moment. So... We've Dublin City Council flailing around, doing the best that they, I suppose they can, but we don't really have, you know, we have councillors, but we don't have somebody that ultimately where the But, the, but the problem is, for years there, planning seems to be like pin the tail on the donkey. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't know what they're doing up in Woodkey, but that's what it seemed to be like. But, but the problem with o- for O'Connell Street was, at a time, I suppose, when there was government and politicians and councillors and everybody taking backhanders for planning, we allowed O'Connell Street to become what it is. We allowed all those fast food takeaways to open. And I, I remember going back to the 1980s, a friend of mine wanted to open a nightclub in the Ambassador Cinema. And they wouldn't allow him, put if he bought it, and they wouldn't allow him change any of it, they wouldn't allow him put a neon sign on it, all that kind of stuff. There was so, there was yep. so many restrictions it wasn't worth doing, right? Yep. And, and understandably, and rightly so, but they've allowed all these takeaways to literally yep. do exactly the same thing. And this, I don't know how many takeaways there, I, I have never counted them, but I'm sure they're, 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 they're into double digits. Absolutely. Remember, people used to come to Alcon Street to go to the cinema. There was a couple of nice restaurants, as you were saying earlier, good shopping. Five Star Hotel, the Gresham was there. Which, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and now look at it. I mean, there was the Royal Dublin, which is, was pulled down, actually. Yeah. And then you, and all the cinemas have barely survived. Gone, and it's just, like, all it is now, as you're saying, is fast food giants and pe- people just loitering around. and Drug I mean, people loitering. and violent people just loitering yeah. around. And then with that in mind, I mean, I do remember going back 30 years ago, intervening if tourists was mugged in a country. So it's not like it happens like it's happened overnight but the, the policing it, like it's also been a huge issue with the, with the city centre not just O'Connell Street and funny I, I came back from Munich the other night now, Munich was a very lively city on Sunday night there were a lot of people hanging around but there were police everywhere the place looked a bit of a mess as well which is like Munich but when I got up the next morning to go back to the airport the place had been completely clean top to toe like it was like an army of people that rushed out yeah. but I noticed the police weren't they didn't take any antisocial behaviour anybody who started messing was either removed or told to get lost the city was remarkably well creamed the next but the, Yeah, but so, there was a visible police force. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I imagine but, so, yeah. But you'll see that in Europe. You will always see... But you can policing. walk up and down O'Connell Street and never find a police... Uh, no, and, and it's... I, I remember during that mugging incident 30 years ago, I couldn't actually find a guard. I actually had to, get to, I had to ring Star Street to help the tourists out. Yeah. But it was just, and, and that hasn't changed. And I, I'd like to know why. Well, it's got worse. They've closed yeah. down the Garda station, O'Connell Street. And yeah, now, and by the way, what they do now, there's tokenism going on. They'll park a Garda van up on the footpath yeah. where the Garda station used to be, right? They'll park yeah. a van. But there's never anyone in it. Yeah. But I'd like to know, why, why do we tolerate antisocial behaviour? It's not just in O'Connell Street, but generally in Ireland. It's not tolerated in most of Europe. People don't seem to act the same way. That, like the UK like us as well, we, we, they tend to have a high tolerance for us. But you don't get the same you know, levels of tolerance in Germany or Spain or oh. Portugal or France or Italy. People just don't act the way that they do sometimes. But why do, in, we, in why do we tolerate drug users openly dealing? Yeah, well, that's, it's, I, and sitting there, I mean, I remember one day was, I was on the boardwalk, there was a guy sitting there banging up. You know yep. what I mean? I mean, there's no other city or capital city in the world that would be tolerated by any police force. No, because they don't get moved on. So they don't, they, they, there's no 
blowback, excuse the term. Yeah, but, you, but, yeah, but you a bit of Aon O'Reardon given out now to Paul Kyo, who in the doll yesterday said it as it was, right? It was full right. of druggies, as he, as he called them, right? Yeah. But Aon O'Reardon defending an oh, walk a mile in their shoes type of thing, you know, and, and you should be feeling sorry for them. Go and visit a few rehab centres. That's not that's not his problem. That's not Paul Kyo's problem. It's not the people who walk up and down Connell Street's problem. No. That's the state's problem. Sort that out yourselves. But they shouldn't but, be on O'Connell Street. But you, you, you have to admit as well, man, like, like it's our capital city. Like, it's very embarrassing to see what goes on, with, like, particularly with tourists. Like, people are arriving here. They spend a lot of money to get to Ireland. Things are quite expensive for hotel accommodation in Dublin. And then they walk up Buckhorn Street. Can you imagine? Man. Can you imagine American it's, tourists visiting Ireland? embarrassing. And, yeah. and Dublin has, I mean, it, it has improved a lot of the years. I mean, there was a stage even 10, 15 years ago. The city was in pretty good nick, even central Dublin. And, but it seems to have slid backwards again. And I think COVID, I mean, all I around think, Temple Bar as well has deteriorated yeah. really yeah. badly too. You know, I mean, it, it really needs an overhaul. The whole, it's the city centre. I mean, the, you know, a lot of areas of Dublin are still very nice. And I, I recommend people to, I, I'm in travel business. So I said, if you come into Dublin, like get out of the hotel, go on the dart down to Dalkey, you know, go see nice Dublin. There is lovely Dublin there. Um, but I can't really recommend, certainly the north inner city anymore. I'd be afraid to actually even recommend hotels north of the river at the moment. And I'm a north sider. And it, it pains me to say that. But, uh, but it seems to be specifically, the north side is, is definitely, not, hasn't been looked after. It continues to be kind of neglected. And I do feel a, a directly elected mayor would really help. Okay, uh, so we mentioned here, there seems to be, okay, he, he talks about a particular community of people. Sure. And they yep. say that there's hundreds of them now outside my work in Talbot Street. They use it as a meeting place yeah. uh, all over the city, pickpocketing and just making the place look dirty. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't disagree with that. And I'm, I'm sorry to say it. I don't have anything personal against people who are, are drug addicts. I really don't. I mean, I feel very sorry for them. But when you have a situation where yeah, they're... Well, like, I don't think he's referring just directly to drug addicts. He's talking about a particular community, probably your nationality. Yeah, yeah. But, right. uh, but people who are... I don't, you know, when you, when you have a drug addiction, I, I, nothing else matters. But, but have them, like, in, in large numbers in the city centre, causing... Let's be, let's, it's not just hanging around. It's, you know, hassling people for money. It's maybe occasionally mugging people. It's, yeah, and making people generally feel unsafe. Exactly, you know, and, yeah. and we, we need to, I mean, that, that's in tandem with the city, we need to resolve that matter as well, but I, I, I do kind of, at the moment, I think we really do need to focus, and I'm glad it's been brought to attention that we, we need some TLC for our capital city. Other cities in Ireland, like Cork and Limerick, in fairness, I've been down there recently in both cities, okay. and they really, they've done quite well, actually. Cork so we, somebody great. makes a point here, and it's going to sound extremely insensitive, but I think they're actually right. Niall, sorry, but the soup kitchens on O'Connell Street, Westmoreland Street and Grafton Street need to be moved as soon as possible. Uh, that's the first thing that has to stop. He's got a point. Yep. Because when you have... I mean, don't, I'm not suggesting we shouldn't help people who are in a vulnerable situation. But when you put them in these ma- main thoroughfares, all you're doing is encouraging people, you know, of that ilk, if you want to call it, to, yep. to, to go there. Now, many of those people are very good people. They've just fallen on hard times. But others are quite violent people as well. Uh, so what I'm saying, he's right. They need to be moved away from there to stop encouraging people going there. Absolutely. Well, yeah, absolutely. And again, no, we've no issue with people be, need to be fed. Maybe so absolutely. Faster, but, but it doesn't have to be done on the main thoroughfare. And, no, where you've know, got like, tourism. No, I, I, I totally agree. And I, I just, as I said, I, I, I'm very, you know, I'm born and I'm very proud Dubliner, but I just want to see my city better looked after. Okay, sure okay we'll, we'll stay there, Tony, for a second. Let me, let me go to Catherine as well. Catherine, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Catherine? Hi, Niall. Hiya. Um, I agree with everything that man is saying there. Absolutely. You couldn't disagree. After seeing that programme last night, it was thoroughly, utterly embarrassing. It was even worse than I thought. I said, oh my God, it's terrible. That was over, um, that was Frank McNulty, just over three days, the reporter. And by yeah. the way, he was offered drugs on yes. numerous occasions. Yeah. Yes. 
yes, your man, come on, have a try at this. And, you know, he kept saying, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously he did. Some, some bloke doing um, crack cocaine. Yeah, here, do you want to have a yeah. go? Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, my, as you say, to the, to the city we used to know and love. Uh, the only thing, I hope it helps. I hope it helps. And um, these are the facts. Clearies definitely will be open for Christmas. There's no two ways about it. It will. Okay. Definitely. The franchise going on, H&M, Women's Shop, Flannels and English Store. I never heard of that's going in. They have that spot. That definitely will be open. I think it will be a help. Can I put it that way? It'll be a help. Yeah, but why, why would you want to draw people into an area where they feel their life is in danger walking down well, the street? Well, that is true. That's true. I just wanted to kind of put that out there. The only thing I'd say to you is, I'm looking at plans here. I just said to, to John there on the phone. I'm looking at plans here. Um, no, I was actually on the committee. I'm looking at them here in front of me. I always keep these things at handy. It's the plan for O'Connell Street. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of our Hammerstons no. property developer. No. Well, just to help you out, they actually own the Dundrum Shopping Centre okay. and they own part of the ILAC and they're the ones putting in the bid for, they might, the thunder's roaring here beside me, <laughs> roaring, uh, they're putting in plans for Moore Street, which was held up, obviously, because of, you know, the 1916 So this is Moore there. Street backing onto O'Connell yeah, Street, yeah, yeah, yeah. They put in the plans there, of course, Debenham's gone, didn't help the problem because that set everything back because that closed. Catherine, it seems thing. you were on the committee and you know a yeah. fair bit about this. Is there a yeah. way of getting rid of all these fast food takeaways that are there? No. And I don't know how many of them there is. How many is there, by the way? There's about six, seven. Okay, it six seems like seven. it seems yeah. like more to me, but go on anyway. Yeah. Is there a way the, of getting rid of them off, Carlos? The only one that was officially agreed with when we started out here on this committee a couple of years ago, the only one officially that went about it the right way was McDonald's. Okay. They were the most, they were the legitimate one there. The rest got in through, shall we say, other means. I couldn't tell you how, but they So loopholes in the lease or whatever. Yes, yeah. exactly. And they do nobody any favours. They're very popular. People love them and all the rest. But as you say, they are tacky. Now, yeah. the, the plan I'm looking at here looks very You wouldn't well see a McDonald's on Oxford Street, I tell you. Pardon? You won't see a McDonald's on Oxford no, Street. <laughs> no, no, no. You won't see Maybe, it it down a street, a side street or something, you know. Yes. And the only decent, I, the only decent McDonald's I've ever seen. There's one on Grafton Street, but it looks very well. It blends in. Yes, of course it does. It looks lovely. I believe, the way, the, I, be, I believe it the one on Grafton well. Street is the busiest McDonald's in Europe. I could yes, be wrong. and yeah. it's very nice. It's not a bit tacky looking. It just looks well. And yeah, I mean, we, we, I mean, look. Okay, the question is still a beautiful hotel. It's still lovely. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we used to have the Royal Dublin there. We used to have the Carlton Cinema right. there, which was gorgeous as well. The yeah. wonderful cinemas. I mean, that's the type of O'Connell Street we should have. Hotels, cinemas, yes. shops to browse and look through. Exactly. The old days. Exactly. Yeah. I'm looking at here now, and it looks great what they have in mind uh, for the Carlton and all. That'll be, re- that'll be gone. There's nothing behind the Carlton, as you know. Anyway. Dr. Quirkies. Is, yeah. that, is that still there, is it? Yeah. That'll be, that'll be gone, definitely. And then the whole building's beside it. That was the Royal Hotel. There was never anything done there. Do you remember there was a near Lingus building there as well? There was, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, that's gone. That's gone years. Yeah. Years. It was beside the Garda station was just beside that then as yeah. well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, and then you had the bank on the corner. That's well gone as well. So they're all well gone. So the hold-up now is all the Mickey Mousing around, and I'd have to say it, now I'll have to say it, it is the TDs because you've Mary Fitzpatrick from Fianna Fall. She put in another bid with Hammerstones and then that backtracked in 2021. That was held up again, something to do with funding and then the whole thing with COVID. That's put, okay, put so let, let's, get, let's get the buildings in order first and, yes. and the retailers. Now, the next problem is the people. Yes, so the, exactly. So, okay, so the behaviour of people on O'Connell yes. Street and the yes. particular types of individuals that are loitering Correct. around O'Connell Street. How Correct. do we resolve that issue when there's not a guard in sight? Exactly. 
Exactly. As one of the one thing that the man before me there said about, I definitely think you need a direct elected mayor for Dublin that just you know keep to give them like they more be more hands on. We've tried that for years. That, that's trying to push for it now. I hope they get it. And I mean, comparing it to Cork is very well. It's not great, but you, when you compare Dublin to Cork now, you can forget it because let's put it this way: at the moment, Dublin is bursting at the seams. There's about a hundred. There's about a million people in Dublin. Mm. Most of the populations in Dublin, unfortunately, that's the way it is. There's a million people. You get on and off buses, I know, you probably don't. I think, I think the population of Dublin is 1.2 million, but the population by day is 1.7 million when you take it a bit Gar, I was in there last Saturday. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The bus even, I got on two stops for my terminus here in Dublin. As soon as I got there, on three stops, jammed. Yeah. Forget about COVID, it wasn't, that was, that was, it was great when it was, I'm not saying it was great when it was COVID, but when you got on the bus, you did feel a lot better getting on. Now, here's, here's one that may come across a little bit insensitive. Mm. Uh, I mentioned it already to Tony, and somebody texted him, which I thought was a good text, right? Yeah. And I don't think it's meant to be insensitive, but sorry, but stop the soup kitchens on O'Connell yeah. Street, Westmoreland Street and Grafton Street. They need to be moved. Yeah, I agree. Now, you, now, you're going to have the bleeding hearts out there saying, but what about the vulnerable? And I'm not yeah. suggesting we shouldn't look after vulnerable people, but drawing them into main shopping streets where you mm. have tourism is not the right answer, is it? Not at all. And they're kind of done, how we, I hate to put it this way, uh, put it as tactfully as I can. They're done now without any kind of, shall we say, it's, willy-nilly, it's a willy-nilly job. Yeah, okay. They're just appearing on other countries, and yeah. I do feel sorry for the people, don't get me wrong. They really, but as you, they should be more like, shall we say, on an, in an area, say the side now at the moment, because you know, you know, Lower Abbey Street there, it's pretty wide. Well, I put it to you, the old Adelphi. Yeah, I remember there, that I remember well, yeah. It's pretty wide there, plenty of places down there. Why didn't they just go down there? Yeah, and also, of course, you've got all these other Uber Eats and um, Deliveroo and all those. The, yeah. the, the the lads and ladies who are delivering them all park their bikes. Their headquarters seems to be in the centre of exactly. That all has to stop. All Absolutely. that kind of stuff has to stop. And even around the GPO, they're sitting up on the windows of the GPO, their little ledges on the window. They all sit up there waiting for the trucks to come, you know, the food trucks. And I'm not going to put a fine point on it here and going to say it the way it is. A lot of the, the people there, Niall, wouldn't be Irish people sitting around there causing a good bit of hassle. Right. Okay. Unfortunately, All right. that's the way it is. So no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. And somebody mentioned that already in Tabas Street, a particular community tend to meet there and use it as a meeting point uh, for uh, nefarious activity, is what he's suggesting in Tabas Street, and that shouldn't be the way it is either. Well, that again comes down to security and on Garda Shikana. They should be doing their job. This idea that we all feel sorry for people. I understand we feel sorry for people who are vulnerable, but if people are breaking the law, people are breaking the law. Thank you, Catherine. Um, Catherine has the whole plan there. She said it should be sorted out, but maybe it's up to the politicians and they need the political will to do it. But let me know what you think. The number's 087-188-0008. I keep texting, keep WhatsApping. We are talking about O'Connell Street. We are talking about prime time last night. So many people, by the way, shocked. (laughs) I don't understand why you're shocked by it. It's common knowledge. And you know what? There's a whole censorship around the way we talk about O'Connell Street. We can't talk about drug users and why they should be arrested. Remember, it's illegal to take drugs drugs in a public place like that. It's illegal to possess drugs in this country. But there's a softly, softly approach going on at the moment. And for that reason, the Garda Shaykhan are probably afraid to arrest people. Uh, The other thing as well, it's illegal to be involved in criminal activity. And yet there are numerous people involved in criminal activity. And a lot of people, by the way, are texting in about a particular community. Am I getting involved too much in the conversation? who are hanging around and loitering on Talbot Street and believe that many of those individuals are involved in criminality, in local criminality. I'm not talking about large-scale criminality, but local, small, petty theft around the area. 
Uh, and there's something needs to be done about it. But political correctness will stop us getting involved in all that. Political correctness will stop us, you know, having a hardline approach to getting rid of the criminality and the petty criminality along O'Connell Street. Dave, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Dave? Hello there, Niall. How are you? There's a lot going on on O'Connell Street, by the way. Niall, they're all perfectly well matched. Who? Um, the spineless rats in the dog we have and the sewer rats that's hanging around and making people's lives in misery. Mm-hmm. These scumbags, the, the sewer rats in their tracksuits and the best of runners. And yeah. we're providing everything. Free drugs for them. Free methadone, three drugs. Now, I woke my ass off, right? If I, get, I can't afford to get sick. If I, if I get sick, it's 60 quid for a doctor plus medication. You're looking at 100 quid. Yeah. I can't afford that. But the sewer rats are getting everything. They have a free Lewis. What do you, what, by the way, what do you say to people who give out about you using derogatory names for people who they say are very vulnerable? Niall, if I was put into this uh, Dublin City Council for six months, I would three months. I would have O'Connell Street cleared up. I would have a water cannon there going down. A what? Now, well, you, yeah, you can't go down that road. Well, you okay. can, Noel, because we have to have a zero that, tolerance. Yeah, but you can't be bringing in martial law on O'Connell Street. No, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm not disagreeing with you that there needs to be a, a zero tolerance to in place. Well, I wouldn't like to be paying for the shop. I would host them over we own the shop. I'm paying rent and nobody coming in over these sewer rats. I mean, okay, they talked last night about, you know, you know, drug addicts being on the streets, people living in tents on O'Connell Street, which is ridiculous, by the way. Why are they living in tents now? On, on O'Connell Street, yeah. Why though, why? There's places for them. If they don't want it, and all they're full of drugs, you're fucking full of drugs. Well, watch your language, watch your language. You're full of drugs yourself, so it's suiting you. And we're not going to give you a house there in Docky overlooking the bay, which we're doing to a lot of foreigners coming in, we're giving them hotels overlooking the bay, mm-hmm. but that's another, that's another story. Well, it's not just foreigners, but yeah, we'll go on. You know what I mean, though? So what are the workers getting where it's not safe? Okay, so so your attitude is we need to get tough and it zero needs to be a zero tolerance. Zero, zero tolerance. And the do-gooders have not to be listened to. They're wasting their time in the courts every day, right? The courts, the barristers... But, but what about the do-gooders and saying, well, maybe if we spent more money, and, and I'm only telling you what the do-gooders will say, we need to spend more money on rehab, we need to help and support people who are more vulnerable, and that might help then to clear up the problem. It's not helping us. No, 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 you're right. We've spent, it's we've thrown them in, we've thrown millions it's at not it. helping. Zero tolerance, so the Isle of Man. You're so right. do, you th- do you think if, if the, the guard of Sheikhan are walking down, the, say, the boardwalk, and they see some lad, you know, banging up or whatever he's doing, or, or he's dealing in drugs, he should be arrested and put into jail? Yeah. And, they, and, the, and the jail today was, uh, that's a joke altogether. We want to zero tolerance in the jails as well. Okay, well, maybe we need another jail. We're running out of space. Uh, let me go to Darren as well. Stay there. Darren, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Darren? How are you doing, Niall? Uh, O'Connell Street. Oh, I think oh. everybody has the same view at the moment. We, we all, we're all saying we should have more zero tolerance. You know, the, the liberals of this world will be going mad listening to you. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's just, it's gone too far. It's the amount of feral children walking around O'Connell Street. And feral feral children? Okay, yeah. Feral children. Okay. You're on the yeah. Watch. Uh, and it's not just O'Connell Street. It's Temple Bar. It's all around town. I came into town a couple of weeks ago walking through town and I was quite nervous because they're walking around in packs and I've seen them take... Who, who's walking around in packs? Feral children? the oh. tracker lot. Oh, the trackers, right, okay. Yeah. Uh, I was standing at a bus stop waiting at a bus. There was a guy standing just up a little bit from me. One of the young fellas gave him a punch in the face. The other fella took the phone while and ran. They gave him a couple of boots. It's... I think I'd be nervous for elderly people going in. I wouldn't walk down on Cal Street. Yeah, and having to stand and get a bus home. Like, it's, 
for somebody elderly, it'd be frightening, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, walking from Temple Bar over to uh, Abbey Street, three times I was offered drugs. I was offered heroin. I was offered crack. Did you, you go? Know, cr- did you go across the Hapenny Bridge? No, I, I walked across from Temple Bar. I walked over O'Connell Bridge. Oh, okay. Street, oh, okay. And round to the right. Right. And you were offered uh, drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not one guard did I see. Not one. Is is that the problem? That, that there is no visibility of a guard on it in the area? And even well, if there is, I'm not doing about it. As you said yourself, they parked the van up there. No one in it. No, I don't, I don't know what that's about. It's the, <laughs> oh, there's a guard van there. We should all be worried. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. nobody in the van. Everyone but knows that. know that. Yeah, of course they do, yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's, gone to, it's gone to hell. You know, it's so, shocking. Okay, so so you don't feel safe walking. I mean, and, and you're right. It's not just O'Connell Street. It's Temple Bar as well. It's that whole area in and around Abbey Street, you know, uh, coming particularly if you're coming there from the Abbey Mall or in and around that area yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, Talbot Street. Talbot Street is just a disaster. Oh, a nightmare. And another thing is the organised begging. Yeah. You know, if you go to an ATM and the amount of, and they're not nationals that are around the ATM waiting for you to take out money and open your face harassing you for money. Well, a great, well I mean, we brought in laws to stop that particular community and, and it was to stop that particular community at the time, going back about seven or eight years ago. We brought in particular laws of aggressive begging. I, and yet, it still happens. It's not even a guard around to enforce you're not, it's, it's illegal to sit begging near an ATM machine. It's illegal. Yeah. It's against the law. But, but there's nobody there to enforce the law. So what's the point? Yeah, Niall, you walk up O'Connell Street, you walk around... Sounds like a zombie apocalypse or something, but go on, yeah. Yeah, you walk around by any of the ATMs, they're there. Like, nothing's changed. All right, listen, thanks for that. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, uh, Darren, as well. I appreciate both of you coming on the air. Let's have a quick listen to some of your messages, by the way, coming in on WhatsApp, yeah? Mm. Hi, Niall. uh, Hi. Just uh, your comment there about Oxford Street. I worked in Oxford Street over 20 years ago and there was McDonald's in Oxford Street. Okay. I think there's four in Oxford Street now if you check okay. it out. Uh, okay. McDonald's is the problem. Okay. Right there now. Uh, thanks for correcting that, but I bet you they're nicer. And I bet you they're tucked away somewhere nicer. It's, look, you can't compare Oxford Street to O'Connell Street. Oxford Street is kept well. It's maintained well. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not perfect. I'm sure there's criminality in Oxford Street. I'm sure there's pickpockets in Oxford Street. But you're not going to see, you know, running fights on a daily basis. Groups of people pulling the hair off each other and swinging each other around the street. That doesn't happen on a daily basis. And if it did, you know, well, I'm sure it happens every now and again. The police would be involved very quickly. What I'm saying is, in comparison to the amount of shops, there is probably fast food joints, but certainly not as many. Look at O'Connell Street. It's not a big street. It's a reasonably small main street. And yet it's plastered with the wrong sort of shops. Hello, Niall. This is your old friend, Deirdre and Kels. God, I, I, I can't believe the way I was looking at Primetime last night or Connor Street. I think, Niall, what they're going to have to do, they're going to have to put police and maybe put them in plain clothes, Niall, because if they dress up as uniform, they're going to have to do something originally. Yeah, yeah. And they could bring in the, you know, bring in, in the army. They're going to have to do something originally because, my God, it's, them, it's right. just horrific now. Like, people going up there to Dublin on buses and things like that. God, Niall, I'll not be going up there now too often. I'll talk to you. I love to show Deirdre and Kells. I don't, I don't think she meant bringing the army to shoot them. That was just, just being flippant. Uh, Deirdre and Kells, thank you very much indeed. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hit.